We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It is a Monday afternoon, January 22. Mardi Gras is getting even closer. You know, you you, you can just feel it. I mean, there was this, this small walking parade in the Marinine Fresh Quarter area uh, Friday night, that clown parade. And then there was a crew of Chewbacca's, which is always fun. Sci-fi themes, always fun. And that was um, Saturday night. And it's just going to ramp up from, from here on out. Let's just, you know, hope that the weather turns out okay. Uh, there, it, you know, it seems like every Mardi Gras, somebody has to deal with something. Hopefully none of us have to deal with anything. But we're all hoping that whatever parade we cherish the most, whatever parade we're in, that the weather turns out to be uh, too great for it. I Scoot on the air. Really uh, glad you're with us. Uh, watch the NFL playoffs. And, man, did you watch Tulane yesterday? The Tulane game was on uh, ESPN, too. Tulane beat Memphis. Memphis was ranked 10th in the country. And Tulane came back and beat Memphis right here in New Orleans yesterday. I think it was 81-79. Great Great game, and and Tulane is now twelve and six, and again they they defeated the the number ten team of the country, and then uh, last week uh, Tulane came within a point I think, of beating another uh, ranked team. So uh, watch out for the Tulane Green Wave. They're uh, playing some really awesome basketball. All right, so uh, we've been talking about uh, Ron DeSantis dropping out of the race. Uh, you know, it's 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 politics, and we have to uh, we have to address it. Ron DeSantis has endorsed Donald Trump. The uh, first primary is the New Hampshire primary. It's coming up uh, tomorrow. Nikki Haley is uh, Trump's real last uh, legitimate challenger. So is Trump essentially the winner? I I guess we have to wait and see what happens tomorrow. But all the polls indicate that Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee. And I can't help but think that a lot of people are supporting Trump because the choice of Biden is so bad. That there are people who can forgive certain things about Donald Trump. Because Biden is so bad. And I just think it's a damn shame that as a, as a country, voters are going to be probably faced with, and I thought it would change, but at this point, I don't know that it's going to change. It looks like it's going to be Trump and Biden again. And I just think we deserve better than that. I mean, I know we deserve better than that. But we don't, we don't, we don't do things that really change things. You know, we just kind of go along with it. I, I, I wish there were no polls. And I, I said this, I've said this many times, but I wish there were no polls because people have, have a tendency to follow the leader. And, and if somebody does well in the polls, more people jump on that bandwagon because they want to be associated with a winner. Or they feel like, well, if, if everybody else is for this guy, then he must be okay. Hey, if everybody's for Trump, then he must be okay. 
So let's just get on the bandwagon. If there were no polls, you would have to make a decision based on what you think, not what anybody else thinks. And I'm convinced that that would, uh, would change things. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Fox News actually reported this. The U.S. stock market hit an all-time high on Friday. Whoa, wait a minute. I know that's bad news, right? It's bad news for Trump. Trump thinks it's bad news because he wanted the economy to tank. And I think we should all be happy that the economy is, for, for a lot of people, is, is doing well. Now, no matter how good the economy is or how bad it is, some people benefit and some people don't. I mean, that's just, a, that's just the way it is. There are always winners and losers. But the stock market is kicking ass right now. And it's not because of Donald Trump. It's, well, Joe Biden is in the White House. I don't give Joe Biden credit for that. But if you, if you want to blame Biden when things go bad, then you have to give Biden credit when things go well. And uh, I just think that's interesting because uh, Fox News even, even reported that. And the stock market, um, at last I heard, it was uh, up again today. So, you know, look, things are not as bad as some people want you to believe. And I, I know if you're, especially if you're a um, hardcore Republican and you really want Trump to win, secretly, you, maybe not you, but secretly, a lot of people don't want the economy to do well. Because people vote a lot of times based on the economy. But Biden has been so inept in terms of dealing with certain things like the border. Biden has been so inept when it comes to his image of being um, a hands-on, proactive leader that I think this is what's causing a lot of people to support the idea of Donald Trump. And let me mention again that uh, Governor Landry um, seems to be reckoning back to his days as attorney general when he was a right-wing radical. No more open primaries for Congress, the Louisiana Supreme Court, and other elections. No more open primaries. So this is changing how Louisiana has voted for nearly 50 years. We have the story on our website, WWL.com. And to me, this is Landry trying to protect the purity of the Republican Party to protect the right wing aspect of the Republican Party because he doesn't want Democrats or independents to vote for a candidate because the Democrats and independents might vote for a more moderate Republican. No, Jeff Landry wants to make sure that it's a it's a pure right wing Republican. And as a registered independent, I'm insulted that he wants to cancel my vote in the interest of just maintaining this right wing radical mentality in the Republican Party. All right, let's go to uh, Charlie in Lafayette. Charlie, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Hi. I really like, always like listening to you. You have too much common sense. Well, uh, it, it works against know, me really sometimes. <laughs> well, uh, every time I like listening to you in the afternoon, you know, you know here's the deal. Um, first of all, you know, and, and I'm kind of an independent now. I've been a Republican, but I, I've just gotten so disgusted. I think the Republican Party, all the people in there— suffer from Stockholm syndrome when it comes to Trump, personally. Yeah. Uh, I think that when he didn't debate, well, he doesn't need to debate. That's not good for him. It's not what's good for Trump. It's what's good for us, the voters, and you insult people. But you have this inevitability and in everybody. It, it's just, you know, and it's a coronation on both sides. And that's really sad. Jeff Landry skipped out on debates because the same reason. And it's 
arrogance. Uh, you know, the thing is, is term limits aren't the issue. It's the two-party duopoly that we have yeah. that gives us bad choices, and we have a bad yeah. choice this year. You know, we and, and and I just think it's it's terrible. And but we we accept this, and and you have people that really probably holding their nose. And they're endorsing Trump, uh, you know, that really don't believe that. And I think you've made a good point. Uh, people can see through that, you know, and, and, and whoever wins this election, and if it Trump is, they're going to get excited. But what's going to happen in 2026 and 2028, they will suffer a bloodbath like no other because they're going to remember what it's like. And, and then if you worry about the Democrats, think of what it's going to be like when they have a lot more seats and a lot more power. And that's what uh, Donald Trump is the Lane Kiffin of, uh, you know, because everyone's talking about Lane Kiffin. I think he's going to implode. He's a Lane Kiffin of politicians. All right, Charlie, I enjoyed the conversation, and uh, thanks for listening to our show. All right, uh, if you're on hold, we'll get to more of your calls here in uh, in just a moment. Listen, i got to correct a mistake here. Now, look, it's Monday. You know, I make mistakes, you make mistakes. But, you know, you're sitting at your desk. I mean, you make a mistake, nobody sees it. I make a mistake, it's live on the air. So on the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar, I mentioned going into the break, that in 1997, uh, singer Billy McKenzie of the association committed suicide at the age of 39, overdosing on prescription medication. Um, no, Billy McKenzie was actually with a band called The Associates, not The Association. In fact, I had never heard of this band before, so it's my mistake. I'm correcting it on the air, and here is a sample of The Associates. This is the band that Billy McKenzie was in, and he committed suicide at age of 39. Overdosing on prescription drugs on this day in 1997. There's a good reason, I think, that you haven't heard of this band, and it's because they're terrible. It's pretty bad. Gets worse. Oh, my gosh. Like, what even is this? If I were in this band, I'd be on medication, too. Yeah, man. No, it's, it's sad. But I, but what I said about the association being a goody-goody band with this goody-goody, pure mama's boy image, and they were seriously into drugs. Yeah, I mean, they were in, like into heroin and stuff, and that just didn't seem to go with their, uh, their image. Um, Ian, let's do a, a couple of text messages. Sure. Uh, here's a text. Uh, I got some of these pulled over from last hour about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Here's one that says, who cares about Taylor Swift? Give me shirtless Jason Kelsey <laughs> slamming beers with the fans. That was hilarious and amazing. Right after that is a text that says, why are we talking about Taylor Swift when we could be talking about drunk and shirtless Jason Kelsey <laughs> living his best life? You know, that was an amazing sight. He's a he's a big boy. Yeah. I mean, his his stomach just kind of shattered out Taylor Swift completely. Uh, here's a text that says, hey, don't try and poo-poo on their love, man. That's what's wrong with America. Let's just let them enjoy what they got. Well, I I mean, I am, but I can't help but comment on it because it's, I mean, I don't care that the cameras go on there. I, I've really been defending that the um, the NFL puts the cameras on her when they're showing it. It's like it's, it's she's mass appeal. She's mega appeal. And so, you know, why not show her? Why not show this human side of an NFL player. I mean, think about all during the pregame shows. Think about all of the in-depth interviews they they go, they do with players showing a personal side of the players. And they're doing this to just build the drama of, of why you want this person to win or why you don't want this person to win. So I, I'm really all for it. I, I talk about it sometimes a little sarcastically, but I really am all for it. 
Uh, here's a text that says, it's amazing that Styx is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I saw the Kilroy show at the Sanger in 1983. It was incredible. I saw Tommy Shaw solo open for Rush and the Kinks. He is truly incredible and a really nice guy. Born in Birmingham, Alabama. I know. And, you know, I got to tell you something about uh, Tommy Shaw of Styx. He has still not lost his southern accent. It's not totally. <laughs> is that right? It's not totally dominant, but you That's can just hilarious. you can just kind of hear this. Here's this like you know big haired rocker. He's a, he's a tiny guy, but here's this like big haired rocker who's like just killing it with sticks even right now, and he still kind of has this, you know, Alabama accent, and it's really kind of cute. Uh, here's a text that says, uh, how about the concept that Donald Trump is a businessman and not a politician? That's why people are voting for him. He's not going to be pushed around by anyone. It has nothing to do with how bad Biden is, the economy, the border. Donald Trump is a businessman. You know, I, I understand that point of view. I, I don't totally agree with it because um, Donald Trump has become a politician. He, he is a politician now. And... Um, not being a politician led to some issues. I, I like the concept of a businessman, not a politician, running for office or a businesswoman running for, for office. But we saw that sometimes that can be flawed. As good as it sounds on paper, remember Ray Nagin. Uh, you know, there are things that you, you just, you, there are things that you can't do as a, as a business person. You can't do those things in politics because it's a whole different, it's a whole different game. And you have to be smart enough to, to realize that. So he's smart enough to realize it. So now he's a, he's a politician. It's I, also if you love Donald Trump's business acumen, I, I just hope that you love it at the same time that you recognize the reality that the Trump organization was found guilty on 17 yeah. counts of tax fraud. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, he, he was a cheater. He's a criminal he, businessman. He um, lied and cheated. And you know what? If he did business with you as much as you love him, he would cheat you. He would try to he would he would steal from you if he could. I'll leave you with this one. Uh, in regard to the primaries, I also disapprove of the new statute. But to be fair and accurate, you need to also point out that an amendment was added that allows, quote unquote, unaffiliated voters to vote in a primary of their choice. But registered independents cannot. Thank you, Richard. Well, OK, Richard. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. But there are a lot, you know, there are a lot more Democrats who might want to vote for a Republican and a lot more independents than there are these unaffiliated voters. Or Green as far Party as voters or Libertarian voters. Yeah. If, if you're a registered yeah. Libertarian, I got bad news for you. You can't vote for anybody yeah. until the general. That sucks. It does. That's it, a it terrible does. tragedy. It, words, it is robbing us of our right to vote in the state. And, and, and it, it is so typical of the political divide that we have that obviously our new governor, Jeff Landry, is very interested in perpetrating. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, what is the American dream? Can you even define the American dream? And, and when you were growing up, if you're a boomer like me, you, you had a, a vision of the American dream. Well, guess what? I'm not living the American dream, but I'm living my own American dream. I'm not living the American dream based on that concept that I was taught. And for Xers, millennials, and Zoomers, what is your concept of the American dream? And is it achievable? If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot on the air. Coming up in the next hour, we will review the Sticks concert. We've been talking about it a little bit, but just, I mean, I was just absolutely blown away at that show and the crowd at the IP Casino Saturday night. And this was one of the songs that they played. We'll be back on WWL. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's Hank Williams Jr. singing about the American dream. What is the American dream? It's 2024. How the hell do you define the American dream in 2024? I'm Scoot on the air. The Oakland Art Jewelers talking text light is 504-260-1870. According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the definition of the American dream is a happy way of living that is thought of by many Americans as something that can be achieved by anyone in the U.S., especially by working hard and becoming successful. Is that true? It's a broad general definition, and I think that that's a basic um, definition of, of the of the American dream more specifically for for baby boomers I think the American dream was you know like having a having a house three-bedroom home two bathroom uh, two cars uh, maybe one of them was a was a was a beamer um, a white picket fence uh, you had the station wagon you know mom had the station wagon with the fake wood paneling on the side um, that was kind of the American dream I'm not, I'm not living that I have an incredible son I have two grandkids so I have done that, and in, in in that's the best thing that I've, I've done in the world. But I'm not living that American dream. I'm not living that concept of the American dream, but yet I feel like I'm living the American dream. I mean, my life is awesome. Look, I've got issues. I've got problems, just like all of you. But, I, you know, I'm at the Sticks concert in Biloxi Saturday night. I'm going to be riding in the crew of Mad Hatters Saturday, February 3rd. I mean, I go to rock concerts. I, I'm, I'm still meeting rockers and interviewing rockers, and I'm, I'm meeting some of my, my heroes. And so, uh, yes, I've, I've worked hard. I've worked hard, and, and I'm living my version of the American dream, but I don't own a home. I live in a, a rented condo, but I'm happy with that. It's, it's, it's okay. I don't have to worry about cutting the grass. I don't have to worry about certain appliances breaking or, or things like that. I've got a great landlord. He takes care, of, takes care of all of that when something happens. So in my own way, I'm living the American dream. And as I think about that, I, I think that, that we all should think about the possibility of the American dream just being something that, you know, that, that makes us happy. And, and don't, don't live up to some kind of concept of the American dream that really belongs to somebody else. 
or belongs to, you know, the whole country. So I'd, I'd like to hear what aspect of your life is an example of you living the American dream right now. I mean, I have a car. I love my car. My car's paid for. I'm sure I'll get another car at some point and have another car note. I usually have car notes, but right now my car's paid for. You know, um, my rent is cool. Uh, I live in a great place, live in West End. I'm, I'm living the, the American dream in many ways. I, I miss my son and his family in Portland. I wish I could spend more time with them. So, you know, there are some things in my life that are not perfect. But I really believe that, you know, I'm living the American dream. It, I, and I still want to go further. I mean, there's still more for me to accomplish in, in my career. And I still have opportunities to try to accomplish those things. All right. If you've got a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text line is 504-260-1870. Let's go to Mandeville. Dave, welcome to the show. Happy Monday. Hey, school. Happy Mardi Gras to you, man. How you doing? I'm good. Same to you. I'm just look, I'm glad to hear y'all riding again. Uh, will y'all be uh, doing the annual uh, T-shirts again? You know, uh, for the, uh, the the 50th anniversary ride, my, celebrating my 50th anniversary in the business, uh, the crew of Mad Hatters did T-shirts. And I'm going to get with Roger at Logo Express. In fact, i got to call him today. I'm glad you called to remind me. We're going to do some Scoot on the Air tuned in T-shirts. Now, this is for those of you who get the show. You're, you're tuned in, not just physically, but you're mentally tuned into the show. You you get it. You understand our show. So we'll be doing some um, Scoot on the Air tuned in T-shirts. Yes, I will be throwing some of those. And what, what float y'all on? You're, you're in the beginning, right? Yeah, toward the beginning. I, it's not the first float. Uh, I don't know what float. I'll, I'll have that for you before we uh, before we parade, Dave. Yeah, all right. Well, have a good day, and I appreciate it. Scoot, all right. Happy morning, Ron. Same to you. Thanks, All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes I, I, I think uh, the, 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 the chase, the quest for the American dream, the chase for it, whatever. I, I think there's a misconception that like everybody reaches the same place. And that's not the way it should be. And that's not the way it is in reality. We don't reach the same place because the American dream for me is different from the American dream for you. And, and we should be a little more understanding of each other's American dream concepts. But I mean, I, you know, I mean, I love my life. I, I, you know, I, I've gotten older, just like Tommy Shaw of, of Sticks. Tommy Shaw is 70 years old now. And so I've gotten older too. You've gotten older. But man, you don't have to act your age. I mean, I'm, I'm having a great time in life. It, again, it doesn't mean that I don't have problems. I don't have issues that I have to deal with. I don't have things in my life that, that kind of tug at my heart. Because all that's just part of being human. But man, I, you know, I started in this business over 50 years ago, and damn it, I'm still in it today. Now, that, that meant a lot of hard work over the years. And you start off in music radio, and I transitioned to talk radio because I've, I thought my time in music radio is, is limited. And a lot of people that I work with are, are not in the business anymore. So I feel fortunate that I, I, I saw, this, um, I saw this, this opportunity and reinvented myself because that's what you have to do through life. You have to reinvent yourself. But I just think, I mean, I just, there was something really special. And I'll talk more about this next hour. There was something really special about sitting there not far from Tommy Shaw at the Sticks concert Saturday night at the IP Casino. There was something really special about me sitting there thinking, okay, I was playing this guy's songs on the radio when I was a young DJ, the stick songs that were just coming out as hits. And here I am today going to a concert and I'm still playing his music. 
and he's still playing the music and he still looks great. So, yeah. The American dream's different for all of us, but I hope you're living the American dream. And, you know, and if you're not there yet, don't give up. Man, I, I had some obstacles to, to overcome. Many of you know some of my story. And, and the one thing that you can't ever do is, is, is give up. But don't let somebody else define the American dream for you. You define it for yourself. And it doesn't have to be big cars. It doesn't have to be a big house. You know, and, and I think millennials and Zoomers and even Xers to, to some degree are doing a better job at defining the American dream than baby boomers did. Because baby boomers were very conspicuous consumers. And, and baby boomers were all into the show. And yet, in a lot of ways, we were not happy. And we've also learned that you can bust your ass in this world and you can be loyal to a company and that company's not loyal to you. That has happened. That's a, that's a reality for a lot of people in America. So just kind of have this concept of, you know, what it means to be happy and then go after it. Let's go to Ian with a few of your text messages. Uh, here's a text that says, uh, I hope when the governor has to run again, I hope he does not win his primary. <laughs> I wouldn't count on it, but yeah, uh, yeah. it's not impossible. I mean, well, you got to be but, doing a pretty bad job. But think, think about it. Um, Landry wants to ensure that Democrats and independents can't vote because he is a right-wing radical at heart. I, I believe this. I'm giving him, um, I'm approaching his administration with an open mind. I'm giving him a chance. But I think at heart, he's a right-wing radical, and he wants that, that purity in the Republican Party and and. I, I resent it, and a lot of—there um, th- are more registered Democrats in Louisiana than registered Republicans. Uh, here's a text that says—oh, this is James on the North Shore. Uh, if my dad taught me anything about living the American dream, it was be your own boss. And that's why I love being an independent contractor, because that's the closest I get to being my own boss right now. You know, and that's really cool, and that is important to a lot of people. You know, uh, not working for somebody— being independent, being able to do that. And if that's your American dream, then you go for it. You might not make as much money. But think about the people who are in jobs. They hate their jobs. They make a lot of money, but they hate their jobs. I, I can't imagine going to work and doing something every day that I, I, I didn't like. And so I'm fortunate because I love what I do. Uh, I, excuse me. Uh, Bobby in Iberville says, uh, the American dream is being happy with what you have. And having what I need to be a settler. To be a settler. Bobby, I don't know if I totally understand what you mean. You mean a like settler. Like little house on the prairie settler? Like like a frontiersman? You like you living off the grid there, Bobby? Like a separatist? You like got a, like a Dutch <laughs> oven and like you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, fill us in, Bobby. Let us know what you meant by being a settler. Uh, a couple more political texts in here. We talked in the last segment about Trump, the businessman. Here's a text that says Trump is a failed businessman that was advised that he could swindle people out of their money as a politician. Millions of dollars, and he's still doing it. The best thing that happened to him is losing to Biden so he could continue the grift for four more years. You know, he is probably made as much money not being president as he was being president. And, and please do not do not call the show or text the show and uh, give accolades to Donald Trump because he didn't take a salary. A salary for president is like $400,000. And if you don't take a salary, I'm sure that's some, some kind of tax write-off. It might be a legal tax write-off compared to the other tax write-offs that Trump has been, has been using. But he made a lot of money as president. 
and, and, and almost everybody does. But, man, he is bilking people right now because he's getting money sent to him, but he's not spending it where he's telling people he's spending it. And if you want to still send it to him, this is America. You can send him all you want. You want to know something kind of messed up? What? Every time anybody donates money to a Republican candidate, it goes through a company called WinRed. Democrats have a thing called Act Blue that they put together during the George W. Bush era where this is how you solicit these small online donations, right? $1, $5, $10. Act Blue doesn't take any money off the top. WinRed takes money off the top of every single donation. And the RNC has set this up so that you cannot donate money to Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis without using WinRed. Win red skims it off the top, and you'll never believe who gets that money. Who? Donald Trump. That is the American dream. That's, that, biz- that's, that's the, business acumen right there, that man. Is, that's business. Yeah. I it, mean, I, it goes I, to his family. Yeah, it goes I, to the Trump I, I, I organization. Think, I think. I think. I think Trump soliciting money. I think it's. Um, I think it's a game to him. I think it's just his uh, his way of life. All right, if you, you have a comment, the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. We're talking about what is the American dream, and in your life, do you think you're achieving the American dream? I'm Scoot, and we'll be right back on WWL. And this is what got us on the topic of the American dream uh, last week with the release of the brand-new Green Day album, Saviors, and uh, this uh, first song released from the album, The American Dream is Killing Me. And it's a political statement about the things that we're trying to do to be happy. The things that we're trying to do to reach the American dream are kind of killing us as a country, and I agree with that. I'm Scoot on the air on WWL. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. From Gonzalez, Chuck, welcome to the show. Hey, Scoot, I was watching... uh Tony DeCopo on CBS News this morning who was in um, New Hampshire. He was talking to some people. And there was this one lady, this old lady, summed it up great, is that, um, you know, the American dream has dwindled down to the point of almost, unless you have a great education or you were born into money, it's hard to attain because it used to be back in the 50s, you know, you could have one person working, you know, the husband working and support a fairly large family. Back then they had big families. Yeah, then it right. got to you had to have two earners and barely getting by. And now, you know, two earning families can't even, you know, they're having to get multiple jobs and they can't keep up with their rents and everything. It's, 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 it's dwindling, it's dwindling. And you know, and I was right as I was thinking about that the other day, and I saw a commercial for Airbnb and VRBOs. That's just one little co- little segment of what's happening is big businesses are buying up everything, they're monopolizing everything, and of course it's that one percent at the top that own everything. They're raising rents, you know, gentrification. They're they're buying properties in all these places like New Orleans, Florida, whatnot. And they're renting them out to people, and the average person can't afford the rents anymore. And it's just one that's the one little segment of what's happening in society. It's happening in everything. It's happening in in every, in medicine and everything. So the, the middle class is squeezed out to nothing. The American dream is, to me, it's a figment of our imagination when we were kids. 
know, I mean, well, it certainly is. When we were kids, we had this image of the American dream, and 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 I'd like to think that I've I've changed, and I'm not demanding the thing, same things that I I, I thought I would would need. Um, I, you know, I, I've gone through uh, things that were at different times were kind of part of the American dream, but. You know, in my own way, Chuck, I feel like I'm living the the American dream, though it is different from that original concept that I had of the American dream when I was growing up. It is, you know, and I've, I've said this once before. I mean, I, I feel like I'm doing OK, too. But, you know, I've got an education. I've, I've you know, I've, I've worked hard. And I think that capability is getting tougher and tougher to do. But. Uh, you know, there's. I still it go is. back to what's happening in capitalism in America is if we don't figure out some way to redistribute the wealth. I mean, I know that's a crazy that people would think I'm a nut for saying stuff like that. Well, certainly Republicans would. But there's too much. We're way too top heavy. And, you know, there's there there are maybe it's the other way around. There's way too much money at the top well, and not it's, enough in the middle and at the bottom. Yeah, I'm not for redistributing the wealth, Chuck, but I really respect the millennials and those younger generations that have done a better job of sharing the wealth and the benefits with their employees. Because the, the, a lot of boomers have been part of the great greed of American capitalism, and they have been so greedy that, you know, they're, they're making tons of money and they're not doing much for the people who have put them in a position to make a lot of money. And I mean, I can relate to that to some point, uh, to some degree in, in, in my life. I think we I think we all can. So it's, um, I, you know, I, I really respect those younger generations that many of them have, um, you know, had, had startup online companies or tech companies. And it seems like there's an attitude there where there's been a greater um, a greater desire to share the wealth. Not that you can't get rich and not that you give anything away. But I say I guess I would be a terrible CEO. Because I, I, I couldn't I couldn't live with millions if I knew that there were people working for me that put me in a position to make millions if they were just totally struggling to get by. And I'm not talking about giving people money if they don't deserve it. I mean you gotta you have, have to work hard. But there has been this this concept of American greed that it certainly is legal and it's part of our, our capitalist system, but I don't know that it's that it's good. Um, in Japan, the proportion between the workers and those who make the most money at the top is a lot closer than it is in America. And I, I, I understand the frustration that a lot of Americans um, Americans feel. All right, if you want to join us, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. It was a late 60s song, and it was, um, it was kind of a drug-related song. Remember this song? 1968. You know, late 60s, it was all about, you know, hippie bees and sunflower seeds and drugs and just dropped in. This is uh, the first edition, name of the band. They released the song on this day in 1968. I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. You know who that lead singer is? That's Kenny Rogers. And he uh, moved into country music uh, not long after that. But yeah, Kenny Rogers' first hit was this kind of psychedelic concept song from 1968. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. I'll tell you why today is a very sad day on the Scoot on the Air rock culture calendar. This is the day that In Excess lead singer Michael Hutchins should have turned 64. He committed suicide and died in 1997. 
this guy had like everything going for him. I mean, he was like the prototypical rock star. The hair, the looks, the music, the babes. Then he committed suicide. Really sad. All right, uh, review of the sixth concert last night. If you were there, I'd lo- not last night, Saturday night. If you were there, I'd love to hear from you. And we've also got more coming up, including some of your calls and texts. I'm Scoot on WWL. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.